This is the Begin Within Podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit If you are working on getting healthier, losing weight, improving your fitness, whatever it is, but you have this feeling that you should be getting better results... You're just not sure what you might be doing wrong. Well, I want to tell you, you are not alone. And that is the very reason why I wrote my latest book, Five Ways You're Wrecking Your Weight Loss, so that you can take a look at five of the most common reasons I see that people aren't getting the results that they deserve for all their hard work. Just five really quick fixes that can get you headed toward the results that you want. Check it out. You can download it by going to beginwithin.fit, clicking on the ebook button, or clicking on the link in the show notes. Check out my book. Let me know what you think. My guest today is Magic Barclay. She is the founder of Holistic Natural Health Australia, as well as the best-selling author of Gut Recovery and Whole Foods, as well as Stop Being Fat, Love Yourself Skinny. She is here today to talk with us about one of the systems in our body that we, as a society, know very little about, and that is the lymphatic system. She's going to talk about why we know so little about it, And she is going to start to educate us on why it's so important and how we can take better care of our lymphatic system or love your lymph. As she's going to say over and over again, we're going to we're going to get on a little bit of a a love your lymph kick as we do our interview. So I hope you enjoy it. Here's my interview with Magic Barclay. So there's 13 systems of the body. And the one that we don't talk about is the lymphatics. Why don't we talk about it? Well, you know what? There's a study that was done in, I think it was the 1990s. Don't correct me on that one, but it was done a, a way back. And it was actually done in the US and it was also then replicated here in Australia. And every medical professional was asked, do you know about the lymphatic system? Now, of all of the registered medical professionals, 0.7% actually knew what it was. So this is why we don't talk about it. It's not in our languaging. Unfortunately, it's one of the most important systems of the body. So it's linked to our immune system. It's linked to our our digestive system. It's linked to our nervous system. It's linked to all of them. And what its role is, is to primarily take waste out of the body. Now, 
the lymphatic system, I want you to imagine like some headphone wires, right? And they're, they're stuck together, you know, the two wires and one breaks because headphones don't last, but you can still hear, but you can only hear half the quality, okay. right? The yeah. lymphatic and the circulatory system are like that. So imagine two headphone wires stuck mm-hmm. together. The lymphatic system gets blocked. You're still circulating your blood and nutrients and oxygen, all the good stuff, but the waste is starting to build up. Mm-hmm. So in that broken wire, that could be a lymph node, it could be a lymph connector, it could be any part of the lymphatic system. In that broken wire, the current is still going to the break, but it's stopping at the break. Okay. Right? So this means the waste in your body isn't being circulated. Now, the other interesting thing with the lymphatic system is it doesn't have actually a specific entry or exit point. It's like a continuous loop, like an infinity Mm. loop going through your body. What it does is it links up to the excretory system so that we pee, we poop, we sweat, all of the waste out. But it doesn't actually have like a funnel to go, okay, now get rid of that. When it blocks, remember back to those headphone wires, Mm -hmm. it then starts pressing on the circulatory system. So what we see when we've got blocked lymph nodes or removed lymph nodes is we see edema forming. So lymphedema or lipoedema. And I'll explain the difference between those in a moment. But that actually presses on the circulatory system. So what we see an increased prevalence of is blood clotting or bruising or the swelling that feels like your knee's about to fall off, you know, like. So this lymphatic system does so much. Now, take it back a bit. Where is the lymphatic system? Well, it's actually just under your skin. Most of it is just under your skin. So any more than a press and you can be damaging your lymphatic system. Hmm. So I mentioned lymphedema and lipedema, most commonly post-surgical. There's a few types of lymphedema. You can actually be born with it. It can be congenital. That is very rare. Then there's secondary lymphedema. Now that is either post-pregnancy or post-surgery or post-trauma of some type, okay? So we see it when just under the skin is damaged. So you can see it here on my neck. I have like more chins than a Chinese phone directory. That's actually water and you can feel it and it's bubbly. feels like little beads of water, Hmm. okay? So the secondary lymphedema is usually because some part of the lymphatic system has been damaged you don't need to go very deep to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, the difference between lymphedema and lipedema, lymph is lymphatic fluid, okay, and lipo is fat. So what we can sometimes see is like bulges of fat. Like imagine Dr. Pimple Popper, but it's not a pimple, right? It's actually a lump of fat. And why? Because the lymphatic system has collected waste, which is the lipids, the fats, and it's deposited it near some damage. So near a lymph node, near a connector. So now you've got this little lump of fat. 
And then we can see lipolymphedema, which is the two things combined. And that looks like fat deposits pretty much from the waist down. People with lipedema and lipolymphedema have a very different body structure to lymphedema. Well, yeah, lymphedema patients. So they commonly have like a shelf butt. And that sounds really weird, but you can see them they're super skinny to the waist or normal to the waist. And then it's like their butt is like a shelf, like one of those old time dresses that used to come out with a bustle. Mm-hmm. And then they've got typically heavy, big legs with lumpiness. So this is all the different types of lymphatic uh, dysbiosis, but it all comes back to the one thing, this system of the body being ignored, being mistreated, being damaged. And I'm not saying that patients are ignoring it and mistreating it. I'm saying these are the patients that are going, my legs are getting really big, my chin's getting really big, and they go to a doctor and they go, hey, you know, what's this? And what's going on with my legs? And why do I feel like I'm full of fluid and I can squeeze it and touch it and it just flubbles back to where it was? And the doctor says, oh, you're just getting a bit fat. Move more, eat less. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean by mistreated and ignored. Mm. And unfortunately, a lot of lymphedema patients and lipedema and lipolymphedema patients have had that experience. I had a lady uh, three years ago came to my clinic and lipolymphedema, never been diagnosed. She walked into the clinic and I went, I know what that is straight away. And I said, have you heard of this? And she said, no, all of my doctors used to poke my legs and tell me I needed to move more and eat less. Mm. Now, this lady played tennis. This lady walked her dog every day as best she could because her whole her whole gait pattern was changed from these legs that were actually, I'm going to be metric here, but they were a metre in diameter mm. each. And luckily she was a tall lady, but she couldn't walk properly oh, because no. of these legs, right? But to the waist, she was pretty normal. So her doctors were telling her, you're lazy, you're eating wrong, you're doing this, like blame, blame, blame. She walked into the clinic and I said, have you heard of lipolymphedema? And she just started crying. Three years on, I've referred her to a surgeon here in Australia that actually removes a whole lot of this waste that helps the the lymphatic system to unblock. It's experimental surgery, unfortunately, but she was only too happy to give it a go. Mm. And now her legs are nearly normal size and she's walking her dog every day but enjoying it now and she's going to rowing with her daughters and she's playing tennis again and she's enjoying her life because she doesn't have tree trunk legs anymore. Hmm. So that's a quick delve into the lymphatic system. But it really does come back to health professionals don't know what this system does and it is so crucial. Yeah, what? Well, I guess my first question, and I have so many now because you just opened my mind to something I don't know a whole lot about, and I know why I don't know a whole lot about it. But how how come um, it's how come it's so igno- ignored? It's just is it just not part of it's just not part of school and education for healthcare professionals? Is there 
is there a reason? Is it hard to understand? And so let's focus on other things. Like what's okay. your thought on that? I'll break that up. It's not hard to understand. When you learn about the lymph, you end up loving the lymph, right? <laughs> and for a reason, it's one of the coolest systems of the body. Like it's loving just amazing. All right. You've got to love your lymph, you know. <laughs> but uh, why isn't it known about? Because they're not teaching about it. I think we really need to look at how we're teaching our medical professionals. Hmm. There's so much for them to learn, right, especially general practitioners, GPs. They're supposed to know a little bit about everything, but what they're missing are key things like all the systems of the body, like nutrition. Hmm. You know, why don't doctors say, okay, but before you do anything with me, I want you to clean up your diet and I want you to start loving yourself. Love the person that you are. Come back to me next week and then see if we've still got a problem. Mm. Do they say that? No. They're like, oh, that's a problem. Here's a script. Yeah. Or it's your fault or it's idiopathic, meaning I have no idea. Mm. Like they have these ways of just covering symptoms and so they treat with reductionism not their fault, I'm not being a doctor, shamer or hater here, but they don't have time to learn everything that they need to learn. So my practice, we treat with holism. We look at the whole of the body. And one of the first things I look for is, is your lymphatic system working? Do you love your lymph? Do you even know what it's doing for you every day? Yeah. And maybe that's come from my own experience of a damaged lymphatic system you know, pre and post surgery. But, you know, not everyone has to walk around with a chin uh, like mine. What, it's just pretty awful. Yeah. Other than surgery, are there other ways that the lymphatic system gets damaged? And is it, does it get damaged from not loving it? Or is it more like something traumatic, like a surgery that would cause damage? It's usually from something traumatic. So I mentioned that you can be born with lymphatic system damage, congenital, primary. Yes, you can. Very rare. Secondary is most likely from trauma or surgery. But there is also actually a worm, a parasite, that mm. can cause lymphatic issues. Again, not as common. We're more looking at trauma. So you know, it can be anything from a car accident or, you know, a sports injury or anything like that right mm. up to surgery. The lymphatic system is a reactive system, okay? It's in the background and it's doing its job. But you damage it or harm it, it will react. Mm. And so what it will react with is I am not happy. Can you see I'm not happy? And we really do have to try and look after it. And there's a lot of ways we can do that. There's a lot of brushing techniques and, you know, stroking ourselves, like, you know, give yourself a pat. Why not? Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of things that we can do that aren't difficult to help our lymph recirculate. And maybe, you know, people might think this is a little bit out there, woo-woo, but everybody can start loving their lymph. And that is, you know, here's an example. You've got a sore knee. It's really sore. You go to the chiropractor, they can't kind of find anything. Everything's where it needs to be. Go to the osteopath or the physio. They manipulate it. It's better for a few minutes. 
get back to the car to go home. It's like my knee's sore again. Guess what? There's nothing wrong with the knee. Mm. You've got some big lymph nodes behind the knee. You've got some big lymph nodes further up the leg. You've got some big lymph nodes like on your undies line or, you know, your, your pants line. You've got some big lymph nodes around your gut, around your colon. You've got some near your sternum. could be any of those up the, up the river, basically, up the lymphatic mm-hmm. river that could be blocked or damaged, causing your knee pain. So if wow. you start with the sternum and you start, you know, just rubbing it up, And then you go with the gut and you just rub up. Why? Because from the collarbone down, all the lymph moves up towards the heart and from the collarbone up, it all moves down towards the heart. So you start unblocking these channels and, you know, maybe an hour later you've gotten past the knee and guess what? Knee doesn't hurt anymore. Hmm. wasn't a knee problem. It was a lymphatic problem. Wow. Is so I have heard this magic. I want to um, find out if this is true. Obviously, our we know how our our circulatory system um, is. It moves with our with our primarily with the beating beating of our heart. But with li- the lymphatic system, how is it that things pump? Is it through the movement of the body or something else? Is it is it true? I that am it's through so movement? glad you asked that. The lymphatic system doesn't have a pump. So, yeah, the circulatory system has our heart. The lymphatic system does not have a pump. But go back to those headphone wires. They're so close together. As you are moving, you know that your heart is pumping more blood, more oxygen to help you move. Mm -hmm. At the same time, that is pulsating against Mm. the lymphatic system. So as you're moving, you are moving your lymph. So this is why we see that it's so important, especially for people who are bedridden or chair-ridden, to keep moving their limbs, you know, to keep rubbing the skin. Why? Because that lymph will be stagnant if they are not moving. And this is why we see a lot of people who are, you know, bound to a wheelchair or, or something like that, and their feet start blowing up like beach balls. The lymph is all headed down, but it's not moving to come back around. Okay. So, yeah, it doesn't have its own pump. We have to move it. Mm. Wow. Okay. That's a big responsibility, right? Especially yeah. these days when movement is becoming more, I guess, more difficult with the lives that we live, the sedentary lives, right? Um, hmm. Okay. Wow. You're... I, you are just a wealth of knowledge. I just feel like you would just keep you. You have so much to share. You know so much about this. I can see you don't even have notes. You just love the lymph. Just winging it because <laughs> I love the lymph. Yep. Like when it comes to that, how you said you know when you you have someone come into the clinic, that's something like, hey, are, have you been loving your lymph? How do we do it? Like if if someone was to come in and the answer was yes for them, what are the things that they would have been doing? that you, you know, to check the boxes that they're taking good care of their lymphatic system? First of all, they're going to be really well hydrated. They're going to, I don't know if you can see Mm. this, but my water bottle has a ring of oil around the top. Okay, They're going to be using structured water. So they're going to be using essential oils, a little bit of salt, a little bit of vitamin C or lemon juice or something like that. 
and some binders like fulvic and humic minerals. They're going to drink structured water because it goes straight into the cells of the body. Plain water does not. We do not hydrate from plain water. You need a bit of lemon juice or something in there so that your cells can uptake the water. Okay, so you're going to be hydrating. Can I stop you for a second? Yeah. How I okay, I've been doing this for a while. I've been what's so structured water is a new phrase for me. Um, what does that what does it mean? So it means it's got nutrients in it or properties added to it. Okay. That go into the cells. Okay. And yep. it, you said primarily like uh juice, uh lemon juice, was it? Lemon juice is great, a little bit of salt, some essential oils, things like, you know, lemon essential oil or lavender essential oil, things like these that if they're of good quality, and this is the only rule around oils, they have to be of good quality. They have to be a company that has research, that invites third-party investigations into the quality of the oils on the properties they're making them or farming them. So there's two brands in the world. There's doTERRA and Young Living. They are the only ones that I trust to put into my water bottle. Okay. And essential oils as opposed to just olive oil or something like that, it has to be an essential oil? Yeah. Yeah. Essential oils have antimicrobial properties. Some of them are better for the lymph, like... uh, Grapefruit is really good for the lymph. Ginger is really good for the lymph. Lavender is really good for the lymph. Lemon is really good for the lymph. So these will help you uh, absorb the water, right, so that you are cell-level hydrated. Okay. Now, people think hydration is, okay, I'm not thirsty anymore. That's got nothing to do with it. Your cells need to be hydrated. Okay, so there's the first thing. Someone that loves their lymph is hydrated. Someone that loves their loves their lymph moves their body. I'm not saying go and run a marathon. I'm at my desk right now. I actually have a little footstool under my feet because I'm a very short person. I struggle to reach the floor. But in between what I'm doing, I am marching on my little footstool. Okay. And in between what I'm doing, I'm stretching behind my chair and I'm bringing my arms up and I'm bringing them down, I'm still moving while I'm sitting. And just across from my desk, I wish I could swivel my camera, (laughs) there is a little rebounder trampoline with a bar because I'm not that steady on my feet these days. So I hold onto the bar and I bounce there. While I'm listening to an audio book or something through these headphones because they reach my little rebounder, And so I'm moving in between client calls. I'll jump onto my rebounder and I'm just bouncing along. Okay. (laughs) So, you know, any kind of movement that you can do will help your lymphatic system. Now, even if you're in bed, move your legs around, you know, bring one leg up, then over to the side and then, you know, do some movement to whatever your capability is and your lymph will thank you for it. Okay. Awesome. Uh, what would you recommend if somebody's listening and they are thinking like, okay, I haven't been loving my lymph. What what would be like the best first step, the easiest way for them to start taking better care of their lymphatic system? 
Yeah. Uh, the first step is movement. Okay. Move your lymph. You know, come back to it doesn't have its own pump. Yeah. You have a responsibility to be the pump. Okay. You have a responsibility to go, I've got you. You can take the waste out of my body and I will love you back. And I will do that by helping you. Nice. I like that. Um, what's the best way for someone to connect with you, Magic, and uh, follow your work or benefit from from the work that you do? Sure. Well, our website is www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's holistic with a W in front of it for holism. And there you can find our blogs, you can find all our socials links, and you can also find our root cause analysis, which is our free intake call. So what we do is we send you a 33-page questionnaire, which tells us about how your lymphatic system's feeling and how every other system's feeling. And then we do a Zoom call and we give you some answers. And there we can discuss with you how you can start loving your lymph, the best way to do it. And you know what? That's all free. If we work together, we work together after that. If we don't, you know, we wave and we go, now you know. Have fun. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Um, Magic Barclay, thank you so much for being here on the Begin Within podcast. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. I want to thank Magic so much for being here on the show. And of course, links are in the show notes for you to check out her work, to connect with her. And here's the question for you. Are you loving your lymph? <laughs> Does your lymphatic system need some love? Maybe it does as you're listening. And now we have a better understanding of some of the uh, ways that our body might be, you know, acting up. And, and we don't even understand what's going on, what those signals necessarily mean. But now we have a little bit better idea of what some of them might be telling us, uh, why things are the way they are, and some ideas to get started at doing a better job taking care of our bodies, and in particular that lymphatic system. Uh, here on the Begin Within podcast, we don't talk a ton about movement because so many of our listeners are already very movement focused, very um, enthusiastic about exercise. I tell the guests a lot, hey, just so you know, you're talking to a group of exercise enthusiasts. And we're so often focused on all of the other things outside of, of movement, outside of exercise, that will help us to improve in our fitness. And I know that so many come to the podcast here because they initially are frustrated with um, you know, their, their weight loss goals not being achieved. So um, if that's you, you probably already knew that movement was recommended for good health. But what we probably didn't know, and myself included, was how important movement is when it comes to taking care of our lymphatic system. So if you haven't been having trouble with your lymphatic system and you have been getting lots of movement in, that may be the reason you've been taking care of it without even knowing it. But um, what a good motivation, an additional motivation as we receive this education to take a look at how movement is showing up in our lives. Where is it at as a priority and what can we do to get it to where it needs to be so that we are taking good care of our lymphatic system and good care of ourselves and living the best life that we possibly can right now. If we need to make some adjustments, 
guess what? Now's the time to do it. Now is the time. So if you've been waiting for a sign that you need to get going when it comes to movement, just get out, get outside, take a walk or whatever it is. If you got a treadmill or some exercise equipment, awesome. If you've been waiting to use it, you need a sign. Here it is. Use it. Get moving. Take good care of your lymphatic system and reap the benefits. I want to thank you so much for listening here to another episode of the Begin Within podcast with me. Thank you so much. And if you would do me one huge favor, here's what I would ask you to do. Rate and review the show, please, in your podcast player. And you're going to help other people to be able to find this show and benefit from the wisdom that I love sharing from all these different experts in their respective fields. Please rate and review the show and share it with someone you care about if you think that they will really enjoy it. Once again, thank you so much for your time and attention. I love being able to just share a few minutes with you each and every week here on the show with the Begin Within podcast. I will talk to you again very soon.